Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And welcome to another edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby, Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby Lubitz with you on the Believe Networks all around the uh, universe. And uh, it's always a pleasure for us. So while we've been uh, kvetching and moaning and uh, convincing ourselves that uh, we are destined to a life of self-sabotage over various wagers that we did not make over the uh, last week or so, including whiffing on backwheeling epicenter in the Kentucky Derby, that only cost me 2000 Luby for the 19. I would have had to lay out. And uh, then, of course, when Stephen A. Smith declared that Dallas had no chance and was going to get blown out on ESPN in uh, Game 7 against the Phoenix Suns, why didn't we jump on the money line? Because <laughs> we're exactly. stupid. That's why, because we're stupid. Because we haven't realized that uh, either go completely against your own instincts and or especially against the medias. And that's why it's always a pleasure to have somebody, a man of distinction, when it comes to these sort of degenerate matters. Uh, here on After Hours or any platform that we perform on. And uh, that would be as we welcome in uh, from Bet Basics. Why didn't we just consult Bet Basics, Luby? That's the move. And, and we, we could have avoided uh, all of this agony, uh, all of the sessions with the therapists, uh, all of the uh, mind-altering drugs. We welcome Len Robbins to the program. Uh, Len, how are you, my friend? It's great to be here, but I wouldn't give up on therapy, the mind-altering drugs, and all the other stuff, too. <laughs> uh, the therapist is a little expensive uh, compared to even the uh, drugs today, especially with the legalization of medical marijuana, which is then long overdue and, uh, you know, is running rampant in Florida. It's funny because, you see, I, I don't see my neighbors anymore. They used to be out at barbecues, but now they're all at the uh, drug dispensary in uh, Lighthouse Point, uh, you know, you'll see people you haven't seen in years. Hey, Mo, how the hell are you doing, man? I thought you were dead. No, no, I'm doing fine here. I'm just smoking this stuff. Uh, Len, how are you? Uh, and uh, where are you there? Were you at Game 7? Holy Win Elliot, were you at Game 7 uh, uh, well, of uh, the uh, Rangers and the Penguins at Madison Square Garden? It seemed like the roof was coming off that building. No, I, I was not there. Um, but I got to tell you, and, and I've been I've been in the garden more times than I can count. Um, I've actually fallen asleep in the freight elevator. Um, <laughs> I, I I honestly believe that out of all the events that they have there, when you have a game seven um, with the Rangers, that's the loudest that place is. When I was there in '94, when they won the cup, and my hearing's never been the same. <laughs> No, and it was great, great performance, uh, and really unfortunate that they uh, ended up losing this first game of the series to Carolina. I mean, I was living and dying with it. I mean, we had a bet, uh, and it wasn't a bet that was so much uh, of a monetary consideration, but we just didn't want to lose to this rat that made the bet against us uh, with our Florida Panthers. And uh, we have a friend who uh, covered the team for a while, and he got very sour with management, so he, he believes that they were going to, you know, fall to, uh, you know, the weight of history and lose that first-round series. So he bet us at dinner. We don't even care if we ever eat. 
uh, you know, where you just have to, uh, to to beat him. But uh, wow, what what a tough beat that was uh, in the Carolina game. Uh, I'm watching and living and dying with every minute there because, uh, of course, I have some Ranger blood uh, in my system. And uh, wow, I, a goal late, like inside the final three minutes, and then the losing overtime. That, that that was a tough way to begin. It is a tough way, but you know. And it's really interesting because I, I watched that game last night. You know, like I read some stuff this morning. And everybody's talking about, you know, what a wonderful game that the Rangers played, right? And how, you know, the, those first 40 minutes, you know, that, that's like saying that, you know, the first six innings, you know, you pitched a no-hitter and then, you know, your, your bullpen came in and blew, and blew it. It's 60 yeah. minutes. you got to play 60 minutes. Yeah. And, and they didn't, you know. Um, everybody knew that, that that Panthers team is, you know, I'm sure that Hurricanes team is, is you know, lightning waiting to strike, right? You know, they, they've got four lines, you know, they go after you for, you know, for 60 minutes. They didn't last night for the first 40 minutes. I, I, I don't know what was going on there, um, but it's a 60-minute game. Rangers didn't play 60 minutes, so, you know, but that's the way it goes. You go to overtime on the road, you're going to lose. I felt worse, uh, you know, because uh, I, I grew up uh, a Ranger fan, and, and it was uh, one of the few offerings on, on TV in terms of sports television. Uh, of course, uh, you had the great Win Elliott uh, calling the games, and I was telling a story the other day about I finally had, uh, you know, landed a job, and I was going to get my first network uh, stringing shot. And uh, as I was, uh, you know, about to go on with Win Elliott, who was hosting like something on the radio called CBS Sports Saturday. I was going to give a preview of a Dolphin game. I was holding my, uh, at the time, infant son, and he threw up all over me just as they threw it to him. Literally, I was <laughs> covered so in funny. baby vomit. So, and, and that was kind of uh, emblematic of how the whole career would go, <laughs> to tell you the truth, uh, to this day. But uh, I felt as bad after this Ranger loss to Carolina the other night as I did when I, I believe, uh, I want to say I was actually at the Garden as a kid when the Gump got hit in the head by an egg thrown off the third level there and uh, went down at the other end of the ice, even though the action was in the other team's zone. And uh, I, I don't believe he was ever the same. He was like seeing uh, bugs after that for the rest of uh, his uh, then shortened career. You know, your vomit story is very interesting because um, I, I remember <laughs> when I first became a father, right? Um, yes. I'm at a, uh, I'm at a restaurant with uh you know, my wife, another couple, their kid, of course, you know, my little geezer. And my little geezer was, was a human pukathon when he was, you know, young, right? <laughs> Did he scream a lot also? I, that, that would have been a double win. No, I wasn't a screamer, but, you know, he, he, was, he was a puker. Um, and and he, he'd look at me and I could just tell it's coming, right? So... <laughs> I, I grab him and, you know, because uh, you, you want to get out of the restaurant, right? You don't want to keep puking yeah. in the restaurant, right? And I, and I get out the door and I happen to look over to my, to my left and there are like four just absolutely beautiful women in like their young 20s, right? <laughs> oh, no. and, 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 and I'm, I'm holding him, right? And they give me like this beautiful look like, oh, there's a father like, you know, really tending to his kids. Like, you know, women love that, right? To see the, you know, and then he just hurled into no. my face. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't like, feel it. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, and, and you don't, you don't appreciate this until it happens to you the first time. Yeah. Right. 
how could it be that they're like, you know, like 10 pounds, but they could hurl like 140 <laughs> pounds of food? My kid was spitting up pea soup like it was Linda Blair uh, that day. I mean, it was unfortunately in The Exorcist. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it sort of, uh, you know, tells you what, what life is all about. I, I was mentioning this earlier this morning, uh, one of my father's uh, favorite sayings, and it really does depict uh, what reality is uh, all about. Len Robbins, uh, he, he said, you know, cast ye bread upon the water and ye shall get back soggy bread. And, and that's kind of what life is. is <laughs> you know, then we get it. <laughs> Which is what the Ranger fans got back uh, the other day. Uh, all right. Uh, Len Robbins with us, uh, of course, uh, Bet Basics. Tell us a little bit about uh, what yes, Bet please. Basics again, because it sounded fascinating. Uh, so I want our listeners and our viewers to uh, to catch this. It's a really cool site, and, and, and what we do is you come to our site, and we already have it laid out to you, right? Like, who's got the best thoughts? You know, is it FanDuel? Is it, you know, Caesars? Um, is it DraftKings? Um, for any bet that you want to make. So we take all the work out of it for you, right? You don't have to sit yeah. there and, like, jump from site to site to site. Um, and, you know, look, I, I just started there. So, you know, what we're doing now is, we're going to be uploading a lot of really fun content on, you know, games that are going to be going on, you know, um, NFL season. Um, you know, can the Jets really be that bad again? You know, can the Jaguars really <laughs> be that bad again? I can. <laughs> um, you know, Jet fans and Jaguar fans are both nodding and saying, yeah, yeah, they can. Um, <laughs> you know, is, is Stephen A. Smith going to be right about the Dallas Cowboys? You know, um, I, I, you know, next time I bump into Stephen, I'm going to ask him, where did that hatred for the Dallas Cowboys start? I, I, I don't know if it was, you know, I know he's a Philly, New York guy. So, you know, like, I don't know, is he an Eagles guy? And therefore you have to hate the Cowboys or is the whole America's team thing? I, I, I don't know. It seems like there's like a personal, like, um, you know, emotional scar there. Yeah, it was uh, my favorite thing with the Cowboys, besides all of the uh, shots of Jerry Jones in agony towards the end of ball games, uh, was Chris Christie like, like shoveling hot dogs in his face <laughs> while wearing an undersized uh, yeah. Lou Carnesecca sweater. Right? As, as he was standing next to uh, Jerry Jones in another Dallas Cowboys bitter uh, defeat. Why hasn't Chris Christie entered the Nathan's hot dog eating contest on July 4th? <laughs> it's laughing. never the fat guy, though, that's that wins. The thing. It's, it's like, like Kobayashi, right? Like... He weighed 120. He was, uh, you know, one of the early opponents of Manny Pacquiao when he fought as a flyweight. And, uh, you know, those are the guys that win, as opposed to, you know, guys like me that uh, should be able to shovel 100 hot dogs in their face but uh, can barely eat two. Especially, you, you know, you have to have the fries with it, too. See, uh, that's, that's where the sucks. contest is totally bogus. If yeah. you're not eating Nathan's French fries, uh, you're, you're not living. Uh, all right, uh, let's uh, talk a little baseball here because it's red hot in New York uh, where, where you are and uh, we're such a you know brilliant sports writer for those many years for the New York Post and, of course, uh, still dabbling right with the New York Extra, still involved there and now cashing big tickets with Bet Basics. So, so uh, love the progression here. Uh, you've made more of Internet free agency than yes. uh, Neil O'Donnell did in the NFL, yes. I believe. yes. Just cashing yeah, I'm like, contract uh, after contract. I'm like Kurt Cousins, an average guy who just played the system well. <laughs> well, good for you. That's better than the legends that get underpaid. 
Exactly. We, we, we you know, greatly admire this quality. I mean, we've been trying to get there <laughs> on our lives, too. And I'm, I'm thinking maybe late in life uh, it might happen to just be uh, overpaid to uh, give out uh, opinions <laughs> exactly. that could end up costing your adoring public a lot of money. Uh, uh, but, uh, I mean, uh, here, here's one. Uh, who, who would... Uh, who would Cashman, Brian Cashman, rather uh, get a phone call from? Uh, Lisa Meanwell or uh, Aaron Judge's agent at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Look, to me, of the two teams, the team that I'm kind of most surprised about is the Yankees. I, I really thought coming in, the Yankees had some real question marks, and I think they, yeah. they still do have you know, some question marks. And, you who know, are these guys? Yeah, where would they get this exactly. rotation Who are these guys? Um, as much as, you know, Yankee fans, you know, deservedly so, you know, soured on, on Gary, not only can I not um, hit, but I can't throw anybody out. And I love yeah. to let the ball go through my legs. Sanchez, um, you know, you look at the catches, the combined offense of the catches now, not very good at all. Right. Um, uh-huh. You wondered about the pitching. Um, and although Stanton, you know, Giancarlo Stanton, you know, got back to it last year, you wondered, okay, so now is that like, you know, one year wonder, or is he back to the slumping Giancarlo Stanton? Well, you know, you look at that lineup. I mean, how do you get through that lineup? And 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 right now, most teams can't. But you guys know this as well as I do. Once you get to September, October, can you pitch? Yep. Right. Um, yep. What's your pen like? Can you pitch? And the Yankees have been a, a real pleasant surprise. I mean, you know, they're they're about as good as a baseball team can be this early in the season. Lennon, I wanted to move to basketball, but Devo bringing up the Yankees, of course, makes me think about the Mets because you always lament the Mets and Devo sort of lamented the Mets growing up, you know, out in the Long Island area and parts of New York where where Mets havens. Um, They've come out strong. (laughs) What are Mets fans up there like? Because we know Mets fans are lovable loser kind of mentality where they just embrace the losing are they waiting for it? Because his team's come out playing really well, and that division's sort of underachieved. They're sort of coasting at this point. What is the temperament around Met fans at this point? You know, up until yesterday, I would have told you that it's absolutely different than it has been maybe ever or maybe in, like, you know, the last 10 years or since 86 when they last, you know, won a World Series. Um, because you're right, they're, you know, they're winning so often. The division is so bad. And, you know, all the money that Steve Cohn spent on them um, has paid off very wisely, right? But, you know, then, hey, you know, DeGrom still hasn't pitched. Mm. Scherzer yesterday took himself out of the game, right? Um, their bullpen also a little bit suspect. So if the MRI later today comes back, bad news on Scherzer, then I think Mets fans know exactly where the Prozac in the medicine cabinet is. Um, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Ma, nurse. But, but, yeah. but, but right now there's this sense that um, Steve Cohn will make it right. Like even, even if Scherzer is going to go on the shelf for a little while, um, even if they say that, you know, DeGrom's still progressing, um, there's this sense that he'll just open up the wallet more. Uh, it's really an interesting time to be a Mets fan. Not the Wilpons. 
A disgrace. Joan Payson rolled over in her grave every time uh, that name was mentioned by anybody uh, on the air or in a column or uh, just in in general. So hey, hey, let's hope it works out. I, my friend uh, Ira, the Met fan, I talked to him. He's like 85 years old. This guy's been in love with the Mets and is obsessed with the Mets, uh, as many New Yorkers are. And I called him, and his wife told me he couldn't come to the phone because he was on a delauded drift in anticipation <laughs> of the collapse. He's just then, waiting. <laughs> just waiting for Godot, my friend, uh, down here in God's waiting room in uh, South Florida. Len Robbins, Bet Basics, our uh, special guest here on After Hours with Tifo and Luby, Jeff DeForest, and uh, Mike Luby Lubitz. Uh, all right, in, in the uh, baskets, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, Nick fans, Celtic fans, I mean – is that still a, a, a giant rivalry? I mean, are Nick fans inclined to root for the demise of the Celtics and even embrace uh, the Miami Heat, who at one time were their most despised rival, at least for a brief period of time, uh, when they had those series? And can you think back, I mean, to that Allen Houston series where, you know, it, it was like 71 <laughs> 69? And people were celebrating the offensive explosion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Compared to today, I mean, uh, oh, just yeah. absolutely insane. But um, who would Nick fans be more inclined to root for to come oh, out yeah, of this series? the series? The Heat or oh, the Celtics? God. Nah, look, hey, you, you should know this. You should know yeah. the answer to that question. If you are a true New Yorker, if you are a true yeah. New York fan, it's Boston, right? you cannot root for Boston yeah. unless they're exactly. playing like the the Bin Laden. I was going to say Saddam okay? like, <laughs> <you're>, tag team. <laughs> They're lining up against Putin's army. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just, Even then, you, it would be like a right? toss-up, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and look, like, you know, for the record, like, you know, I, I think Jason Tatum is just, you know, a breathtaking player, right? Um, I, and, you know, yes. all the talk early in the season that, you know, he and Jalen Brown can't play together, right? The new coach can't do it, right? Um, you know, I, it's been fun watching this team come together. Brad Stevens, you know, of Butler fame and then, you know, Boston fame. And now he gets to, you know, sit in the big office with a couple of televisions and, you know, do whatever, you know, team executives do. Um, hopefully they're on BetBasics.com. No, I didn't say that, Aaron Sills. I did not say that. <laughs> I think Adam Silver is. Um, I believe he had money on uh, one of those heat, heat games against the 76ers. <laughs> By the way, I, I know this is a terrible segue, but did anyone have money on the uh, Flames Oilers game? Yeah, what was what, that? What was the over under on goals? What was it? Was it fourteen? Yeah, was exactly. the over under on goals? <laughs> right? It was like an NHL All Star game score. It was great. I couldn't believe it because I I did not stay up for that game. You know, I woke up. You know, I don't know about an hour and a half ago, and um, you know, flick over the ESPN and, and, and see nine six, and thought, wait a second, yeah. did I just get like the you know, the, the Angels, uh, you know, Ranger score <laughs> yeah, exactly, or something. Exactly. Um, <laughs> there were many wise guys, uh, you know, and, uh, who, who are, you know, who are we to argue with them uh, that thought Calgary, uh, in fact, I was looking at the uh, scribes in the New York Post who did the, I think they had three people selecting uh, the outcome of the Stanley Cup and all of the different series. And uh, I believe two of the three, uh, I don't think Larry uh, Brooks was one of them. Uh, he might have been, though, had Calgary winning the whole thing. The whole kebab. Yeah. yeah, I think that I think that would be really cool because you know, look, I, I understand why you know when when Wayne Gretzky you know went from Edmonton to L.A. right that ushered in the yes. hockey expanding yep. in in America, that and is, I understand yeah. it for the sport, you know, for, for the league, I should say, not maybe not the sport, but for the league, you know, that was really good. But hey, 
the sooner that they can get the car back to Canada, particularly like a small market team like Calgary, yeah. the better, right? I mean, all that I can tell you is there are two things I'm certain of, right? If you want to rob a home in Calgary, just wait for game two because everybody is either at the game or like out in the parking lot or something watching the game, yeah. right? Um, and how great it would be to see a celebration in Calgary with the Cup. I just think that that would be unbelievable. I don't know that I could uh, identify not not being uh, you know great at geography and certainly no student of it when I was in school. I mean, where, where the hell is Calgary? It's out there in the it's west, west right? coast somewhere. Where where is it? <laughs> What's near Look, Calgary? Uh, Where is Calgary? What? What, what is? Are what Buffalo is still roaming there? there? <laughs> what, what's going on there? Tumbleweed blows what, what by your door of... when it's not frozen. <laughs> That's great. No, but what I'm honest. America, I really right? don't know where it is. <laughs> I'm being honest, Len. I mean, uh, you know, 71 years old. Where, where the fuck is Calgary? I guess would be the question. <laughs> it, it, it's it's just like they say at Toronto Rappers games, right? Yeah. We the North. All that all that any American knows about Canada is that they're north, they're up, yes. right? Look up, there's Canada, yes. right? Um, they don't threaten anyone, right? They have great universal health care, yes. really nice flag, um, maybe in my opinion the best anthem the better in national the anthem. world. Yeah, but right? anthem. Greatest always sung by anthem, uh, right? some uh, Robert Merrill type. Yes. You know, with a bad hairpiece. Yeah. Have um, you noticed that? I mean, if you have a big voice, you all automatically have to have a bad hairpiece to do the Canadian anthem at a game. I, I, I've never told you guys this, but but you know how, like, we all, like, have certain things we aspire to do that we have no right ever doing, and hopefully we never will do it? For sure. Yeah. I would love Various to women. sing the national anthem. I, I, would, <laughs> I would love to sing the national anthem before a Canadian's game. Really? The problem is I Whoa. can't I can't do it in French. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, your problem. <laughs> oh God, it's cold outside. Yeah. We never knew the second line of that song. It was kinda like Oye Como Va. Like like what were the next words? I mean, only Santana, you know, Carlos knew him. But uh, yeah, we always oh, thought it was uh, oh Canada, it's fucking freezing outside, <laughs> and, and it was like, <laughs> like unless you want to be a dangerous on. catch, there was no reason to live in Canada, and, you know, or, or aspire to Maple be a, you know, a top-notch hockey player. But uh, no, that was a wild game. They they scored uh, two goals inside of like either fifty-one or fifty-three seconds. The the Calgary Flames were up to nothing, and I want to say that they lifted the goalie who had, uh, I think, pitched a shutout in, in the Game 7 of the previous series that they won. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, it, it was uh, an NHL record was, was set in that game, and then uh, it ended up, I, I mean, I'm amazed, because it was 3-1 when I tuned yep. in, uh, and I, I'm amazed that, uh, you know, it became a contest at all. But uh, Edmonton, right? Uh, Connor yeah, McDavid? Uh, see, see, we would have no idea. Is this guy really like the best player in the NHL right now, Connor McDavid? Uh, would you uh, have any clue? Do you, have you seen him much uh, Edmonton hockey this year, Len Robbins? Yes, I have, and I do believe he is the best player in hockey. And um, they didn't report this yet, but that was the first time in NHL playoff history that it took an NHL goalie longer to put on his equipment than it did to stay in the game. <laughs> well, it seems like he might have got something crunched up yeah, in there. You know, like the uh, when you occasionally start to put on a small cup, you know, if you're going to get behind <laughs> a plate. He couldn't stop it. Because, wow, something was yeah, bothering I, him. I, 
I don't want to sound like uh, I'm, I'm trying to film like airplane one all over again, right? Um, yeah. They talk about, you know, have you been in a men's locker room? Have you ever been in a hockey locker room? You guys ever been in a I hockey have, locker yes. room? I have not, actually. It, yeah, it reeks uh, usually. Okay. I mean, I've sweaty uh, hockey gear. Yeah. If the Germans had the smell that comes out of a hockey locker room, we would have <laughs> lost World War II. Okay. All right. You would rather sniff it, the guy's jockstrap, exactly. literally, than uh, the gear that's all fizzed out there. In the... my, my son played youth hockey, right? And I can't yes. tell you, you know, so like they start at like five, right, when they can barely skate. So uh-huh. a lot of the kids are going like 20 miles an hour. They're slamming into the boards, no brakes, right? Um, you know, you cringe. I've seen mothers walk into a hockey locker room for the first time and literally, like, turn white, their legs go <laughs> loose, like, you know, you have Start to grab like them kid. before, you know. Vomit <laughs> <laughs> um, projectiles, yeah. No, all over, I thought you were going to say it went all over the babes. Uh, that would have been uh, an unfortunate, uh, you know, turner of events <laughs> in, in that particular incident. Uh, uh, all right, um... Do you have any thoughts on Phil Mickelson not defending oh, his yeah. PGA championship and this whole Saudi oh, whole thing, thing. And, and Greg Norman in honor of the fact that uh, we are in action in our golf betting pool in, in the PGA tournament that gets underway today? And uh, actually, I guess uh, pra- underway, yeah. I think Tiger's already teed off because yeah. did you feel uh, like a measurement on a seismograph there in New York? Because <laughs> we did down here uh, with the massive amount of attention that's being paid to this man. I believe he teed off at like a ten, you know, nine eleven or something like that Eastern time this morning. But but what do you think? I mean, all, all of this. I mean, for, for Greg Norman to say that we all make mistakes, you know, when asked <laughs> about, about Saudi like, Arabia, uh, whether he was, uh, you know, sports washing the Saudis and uh, some of the atrocities, uh, it did seem like a little bit of a stretch for a golfer, even for a golfer. No, no, wait. I, I'm trying. I know what you're asking me. Do, do I think he should be there, or do I think that? Oh, Mickelson. That we really we don't know what's terrible. up with Mickelson. Is he suspended? I mean, the PGA is more secretive than the KGB. <laughs> what's the deal with this guy? <laughs> Can he play? I mean, all of a sudden he's like mysteriously withdrawing a, a defending yeah, champion, uh, an historic moment in sports history, and uh, this guy's not coming back because uh, you know he he might have made a few comments that uh, people didn't find favorable. Okay. So Phil Mickelson is following what I call the Hollywood script, right? Yeah. It happens all the time, right? Um, celebrity A is caught at 3.30 in the morning, slumped over the wheel of his Bentley, right? Um, police, you know, respond and find three envelopes of white powder that somehow gets lost, so it's never yeah. confirmed that it was cocaine, right? Um, <laughs> and the statement comes out, like, the next day saying that um, Celebrity X, you know, is going to check into Trembling Hills, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, address his or her um Personal issues, uh, they go through a difficult time, and uh, we thank you for respecting our privacy, okay? Um, yeah. That's what Phil's doing, okay? Um, so, so instead of playing— the nurses at what's the, the recovery doll- place for sex addiction. <laughs> right, right. Whatever, whatever it may be, right? Um, and, you know, once things have, like—remember, there still is a lot of—when I say bad blood between Phil and the PGA— you know, yes. this is the PGA Championship, if I remember correctly, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, right? And you're absolutely right. I don't know. I don't know if like PGA more or less told him, like, you know, don't even think about it, right? Um, 
not a good time, right? I mean, you know, the commissioner just announced that he wasn't granting guys, you know, releases to go play in the, uh, you know, whatever it is, the Saudi Arabia slaughterhouse open. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> they behead people at the first tee like... instead of introducing them. It's amazing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's so crazy. Uh, I think Martha Mitchell was easier to uh, find than it is to figure out uh, what the status of Phil is uh, with the PGA Tour. Uh, Len, always a pleasure. Bet Basics sounds great. Yeah, I mean, they do the shopping. You used to have to hire some schlep to go all over Las Vegas on the strip there. Uh, did you go to Binion's? I heard it was three and a half at Binion's. Uh, and, and now you can find all of this out and uh, do all of your shopping there on Bet Basics, plus get all kinds of other great information. And your insights as well are always uh, roundly applauded all around the universe. Uh, thanks so much for, uh, for joining us here on After Hours with Dave and Luby. Always a pleasure, pleasure, my friend. Really is. All that I know is I'm taking the over on the next Flames Oilers game. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be one nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll and be invited on the Stephen A. With... Smith show. Yeah, that'll be great. I'm going yeah, to follow that with the. The Rangers getting blown out in game two. You reap what you sow. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't want to see that. Uh, but, uh, we're on, uh, you know, edge tonight, of course. Uh, you know, we've had to uh, take uh, all of the sharp objects out of play. Because uh, uh, going down 0-2 to the uh, dreaded Tampa Bay Lightning, it's uh, the one in-state pro rivalry that actually uh, really does have some bad blood dripping between the two teams and uh, is of significance to the fans. And I can't figure out how an area like ours keeps getting smoked by teams from Tampa. That's just the way it is. Uh, you know, they're far superior to us in uh, virtually every category. Len, we love you. Thanks so much for being Thanks. with us. Bet Basics, we're all over it. And uh, we'll talk to you again real soon, my friend. Thanks so much for doing this for us. Guys, have a great one. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. Len Robbins, ladies and gentlemen. Always insightful. Bet Basics, man. Uh, you don't have to worry about, uh, hey, where can I get two and a half, man? Louie got two and a half. Or we can get some of those lines that our good friend Tony Segreto gets from our uh, Ion Channel show, The exactly. Depot Show, which you can catch 7 to 9. We have a, a big edition coming up tomorrow, by the way, if you're a fan of our uh, After Hours program. Imagine us during regular hours. There you go. When we haven't already played out all of our material, you know. It's, it's fresh <laughs> at that point. <laughs> but we will have our uh, Degenerate Friday edition tomorrow, which uh, Google The Depot Show, D-E-F-O. And you can find our uh, Degenerate Friday offering, which will feature Kate and Bradar of TVG, outstanding analyst on uh, thoroughbred racing with the Preakness coming up. And uh, also, uh, we have a thing called the Professor's Big Board, the professor uh, picking USFL games for us right now as a uh, stone called Degenerate. And then comes up with uh, just hysterical uh, sports sarcasm, uh, the likes of which... Uh, well, we don't know how he's doing it week after week, but you can catch the archives of that and uh, get a little taste for it. Uh, just Google the Defo Show. Look at any of our Degenerate Friday uh, offerings there. Just check your calendar there and uh, check that out. I, I think you'll really enjoy it. So uh, that's how uh, we'll leave you today with, with e even more ideas to contemplate. Luby, uh, you have uh, a great day. Yes, we'll well, uh, sir. be with you again tomorrow here on the Believe Network. And until that time, uh, let me tell you that uh, if you're rooting for the Panthers or the Heat tonight here in South Florida, People don't go into it without the notion that you gotta believe. recently we realized it's not just hurricane season that can hurt us. Any time of year, things can happen to your home or business. And the insurance company can be your friend, but they also can be your enemy. Horizon Public Adjusters, Justina Testa, 
are here for you to help this process go so much easier. Before you call the insurance company, call Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa at 954-809-8752. Would you go into court without an attorney? So why would you go up against an insurance company without Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa? Seven to 10 times more money recovered with a public adjuster than if you went on your own. If there's no recovery, there's no fee, give them a call at 954-809-8752. Why go up against insurance companies alone when you can have Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa on your side? Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, (laughs) no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food, amazing atmosphere, good for a family, good for a date, or just a night out for yourself, and prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched. Steaks, hand cut every day. Everything, and I mean everything, is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.